وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يسلح لكم معمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان استقل حديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار we have in the authentic narration where abdullah ibn mas'ud radiyallahu an he went up upon a safa and he took hold of his tongue and he said ya lisan kul khairan تغنم واسكت عن شر تسلم قبل ان تندم فاني سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول اكثر خطايا ابن ادم في لسانه عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله عنه he grabbed hold of his tongue and he said oh tongue say that which is good and you will attain the prize be silent regarding that which is evil and you will be safe before there comes a time where you will regret for indeed i heard the messenger of allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam say that the majority the most of the errors and the mistakes and the wrongs of the child of Adam take place in his tongue this narration barakallahu fikum shows the importance of the muslim controlling his tongue meaning being careful as it relates to that which you say out of your mouth for the tongue is an instrument that can lead 
to salvation, it can lead to goodness in this life as well as in the hereafter. Or the tongue can be the instrument that leads to your detriment in this life as well as in the hereafter. We have the authentic narration where the Prophet ﷺ, he stated, إِنَّكَ لَنْ سَالِمًا مَا سَكَتَّ فَإِذَا تَكَلَّمْتَ كُتِبَ لَكَ أو عَلَيْكَ Indeed, you will not cease to be safe. Indeed, you will not cease to be safe as long as you are silent. But when you talk, when you say something, either it is written for you or it is written against you. Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions in the Quran, مَا يَلْفِذُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ عَطِيدٌ The scholars, they say, يُكْتَبْ كُلُّ شَيْءٍ Allah, He says, never does the person utter a word, except that they are right there with Him, the angels who watch what he say and they're ready to record and they record everything. And Raqibun Atid is not the names of the two angels. Some think that one angel name is Raqib and the other one name is Atid. No. These are two descriptions for both angels. Both angels are Raqib, meaning they watch. And they are Atid, meaning they preserve and write everything. They're diligent when they write. They don't miss anything. So the scholars, they say, Yuktab, kullu shay, everything is written. Meaning from the speech. You say good, it is written. You say bad, it is written. لَكِنْ يُعَاخَدْ عَلَى مَا فِيهِ الْخَيْرِ وَالشَّرُ إِمَّا بِحَسَنَ يُؤْجَرْ عَلَيْهِ وَإِمَّا بِسَيَّ يَأْثَمْ عَلَيْهِ the person is held accountable for that which he says. From that which has within it good or it has within it evil. If he speaks with good, then good is written for him. A good deed is written for him for saying that which is good. For saying that which is pleasing to Allah. But if he speaks with that which is evil, then there is a sin upon him. And that which is other than that is thrown away. So what is upon the person, or for the person, the good that you speak with is for you, and the evil that you speak with is against you. So it's very important that the believer guards his tongue. That the believer is not reckless in his speech. The Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned, إِنَّ الْعَبْدِ لَيَتَكَلَّمْ بِالْكَلِمَةِ مِنْ رِدْوَانِ اللَّهِ لَا يُلْقِي لَهَا بَالًا يَرْفَعُ اللَّهُ بِهَا وَبِهِ دَرَجَةً وَإِنَّ الْعَبْدِ لَيَتَكَلَّمْ بِالْكَلِمَةِ مِنْ سَخَةِ اللَّهِ لَا يُلْقِي لَهَا بَالًا يَهْوِي بِهَا فِي جَهَنَّمِ أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said indeed the servant he speaks with the word, which pleases Allah, but he never gave any thought to it. 
he never knew the weight of this word as it relates to good and how much it pleases Allah. He didn't even get, pay any mind to it, but he spoke with it. And by way of that, Allah Azzawajal raises his level. He raises his status. And then you have the servant that speaks with the statement. The servant, he speaks with the statement that's from the anger of Allah, meaning that statement angers Allah. It is a statement that doesn't please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's from the bad things. And he doesn't pay any attention to it. He doesn't pay any concern to how serious this statement is with Allah as it relates to evil. And then as a result of that statement, it causes him to go into the hellfire, into Jahannam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said something that is profound as it relates to our faith. مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا أَوْ لِيَسْمُدٍ Now whoever believes in Allah in the last day, let him say that which is good, or remain silent. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا أَسْتَغْفُرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een amma ba'd The evil speech has many different categories And there are many different types of evil speech But the worst of the evil speech is to lie upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by the permission of Allah, each week we will cover something. This week we are dealing with lying upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the worst of the evil speech. Allah azawajal, He mentions in Surah An'am, وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِنْ مَنْ افْتَرَى عَلَى اللَّهِ كَذِبًا أَوْ كَذَّبَ بِآيَاتِ إِنَّهُ لَا يُفْلِحُ الظَّالِمُونَ Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, and who is more oppressive? Who is more wrong than the one who invents a lie upon Allah? Or he belies the verses and the signs of Allah? Indeed, the wrongdoers will not be successful. The wrongdoers, they will not be successful. So we take from this verse, those who lie upon Allah will not be successful. As Allah Azza wa Jal mentions, قُلْ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَفْتَرُونَ عَلَى اللَّهِ الْكَذِبَ لَا يُفْلِحُونَ Say indeed, those who lie upon Allah, they will not be successful. How does a person lie upon Allah? A person lies upon Allah by saying about Allah that which he has no knowledge of. 
or by speaking about the religion without knowledge, saying that this is Islam, and it is not from Islam. That's a lie upon Allah. Whenever a person says that something is Islam, and that matter is not from Islam, that's considered a lie upon Allah, because Islam is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person says, Allah, He said such and such, and then that matter is not in the Qur'an. That's a lie upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person speaks about the halal and the haram, and he's speaking without knowledge, giving fatawa, religious verdicts based upon ignorance, this falls under the category of lying upon Allah. As Allah Azza wa Jalla mentioned, وَلَا تَقُولُ لِمَا تَصِفُ أَلْسِنَتُكُمُ الْكَذِبُ هَذَا حَلَالُ وَهَذَا حَرَامُ لِتَفْتَرُوا عَلَى اللَّهِ الْكَذِبُ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَفْتَرُونَ عَلَى اللَّهِ الْكَذِبُ لَا يُفْلِحُونَ and do not say that which your tongues describe to you of a lie, this is halal, and this is haram, in order to invent a lie upon Allah. Indeed, those who invent the lie upon Allah, they will not be successful. If you don't know, say that you don't know. Don't speak about the religion and you have no knowledge, or you don't know what you're talking about. The... Great scholar, Nafi' Rahimahullah, he said, Al-Im that knowledge is three things. Al-Kitabun Nafiq, Wa-Sunnatul Maadiyah, Wa-La-Adri. Knowledge is three things. The eloquent book, meaning the Qur'an. The Qur'an is knowledge. The way of old, the old way, the way that has passed, meaning the sunnah of the Prophet And the third matter is, I don't know. Not that he doesn't know what the third matter is, but the statement, I don't know, when you do not know, is a third of knowledge. What harm does it do, what harm does it do to you? If someone asks you a question to say that you don't know, it doesn't harm your image, it doesn't harm your reputation. Rather, it raises your level with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you controlled your tongue. And you restrained your tongue from speaking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without knowledge. Don't think that you saying that you don't know is an embarrassment. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked, Matasa'a. قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم المسؤول عنها بأعلم من السائل. The Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم was asked, when is the day of judgment? The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, the one who being, who's being questioned about it, meaning himself, does not know no more than the question. I mean, I don't know just like you don't know. Did that harm the image of the Prophet? Did that take away from his prophethood and him being a messenger? No. So why do we find from amongst the Muslims, they do not have the shyness to say they don't know when they don't know. Here we have an example in the Prophet ﷺ, he said he doesn't know. Another narration, a man came to the Messenger ﷺ and said, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, what's the most beloved place on the earth to Allah? He said, indeed, I don't know, I have to ask Jibreel. 
And then the Messenger asked Jibreel, and Jibreel said, Indeed, I don't know, I have to ask Allah. Here we have the best of the prophets and the best of the mana'ika, both saying they don't know when they did not know. Don't be one who has too much pride in the heart to say that he doesn't know when he doesn't know. قال الله تعالى ولا تكفو ما ليس لك به به علم إن السمع والبصر والفؤاد كل أولئك كان عنه مسؤولا. Do not say that which you have no knowledge of. Indeed, the hearing and the sight and the heart, all of these things, the person will be held accountable for on the day of judgment. Don't say what you have no knowledge of. For indeed, speaking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as some of the scholars they pointed out, is worse than shirk. This person says, subhanAllah, how can it be worse than shirk? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran, in the Quran إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُ أَنْ يُشْرَقَ بِهِ وَيَغْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلَكَ لِمَنْ Indeed, Allah, He does not forgive that partners are associated with Him, but He forgives other than that for whomsoever He wills. The proof, the scholars, they quote the statement of Allah from Surah Al-A'raf قُلْ إِنَّمَا حَرَّمَ رَبِّيَ الْفَوَاحِشَ مَا ظَهَرَ مِنْهَا وَمَا بَطَنْ وَالْإِثْمَ وَالْبَغْيِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ وَأَنْ تُشْرِكُوا بِاللَّهِ مَا لَمْ يُنَزِلْ بِهِ سُلْطَانًا And now what comes after that? وَأَنْ تَقُولُوا عَلَى اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Allah says, say, Indeed, my Lord has only prohibited the indecency, that which is apparent from it and that which is hidden. And sin and transgression without right. And that you associate with Allah that which He sent no authority down for. That's true. But then look what Allah mentions after that. And that you say about Allah that which you have no knowledge of. So Allah, He mentioned the sins. He's going from one level to another level to another level of severity. As he mentions the fawahish and he mentions the, the ithm and the baghi. And then after that, that which is greater than all of it, shirk. And then he mentions after the shirk, That you say about Allah what you have no knowledge of. The scholars, they say, the reason why speaking about Allah without knowledge is greater than shirk because it entails shirk in other than it. Every aspect of shirk is considered speaking about Allah without knowledge. And then you can add on to it the other affairs. Another reason they say is when a person commits shirk, the harm returns back to him. In most cases. Person worship other than Allah, that's his sin, that's his wrong. The harm goes back to him. But when a person speaks about Allah without knowledge, the harm not only is upon him, but is upon the people that he spoke to. Because now he misled them. As the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, how Allah will not take away the knowledge from the people by just removing it from their hearts, but He will take it away by the death of the scholars. حَتَّى لَا يَبْقَى عَالِمٌ Until no scholar remains. وَاتَّخَذَ النَّاسُ رُؤُوسًا جُحَالًا 
And then the people that take the ignorant people as their leaders. So now they are questioned, these ignorant people, who are put as the leaders over the people, because the scholars are dead now. The people of knowledge don't exist, they're gone. So now the knowledge is removed. So the people, they take the ignorant as their leaders, and these ignorant people are questioned about matters of the deen. And what did the Prophet say? ilm. They give religious verdicts without knowledge. So they are astray and they are leading others astray. My noble brothers and sisters in Al-Islam, don't lie upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you do not know something, be quiet. Say you don't know, say that you will ask someone, you will research the matter. Don't put yourself in a position where you say something that angers Allah, and as a result of that, you end up in the hellfire. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who guard our tongues. Wa subhanaka allahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha ila anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubilik. Okay, Mr.